Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour with your host, Sam Leibowitz. Good morning, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. We have quite a wonderful show in store for you. Um, I I do have to take a moment, though, um, because first of all, I really want to thank all my friends who reached out to me the other morning who said, Sam, I thought we were already Facebook friends, but I'm getting another request from you. Yes, I was hacked. Well, not really hacked. So they didn't they didn't get into my Facebook account. But what they did was, and this is actually something fairly common that goes on, somebody copied my Facebook profile. They downloaded my picture. They copied some of my basic information, set up a new profile, and then re- tried to reconnect with a whole bunch of my friends, um, which luckily several of my friends, like immediately, as soon as I got up in the morning, I checked my phone. I had Facebook messages. I text, email emails, phone calls. No, that was not me. Thankfully, I um, reported it to Facebook right away, and they did shut down this imposter right away. So they're not around anymore. But you know, I know I have a, two of my friends told me they had very fun conversations with people trying to sell them government loans and student loans and all kinds of other things. So just something to be aware of. Again, uh, I know we're no longer in Mercury retrograde, but still there are funky things going on in the air today. So I want to thank all my friends who notified me of this as soon as it happened and uh, just a, a lesson to be learned you know if you're already connected to someone and you're getting a second friend request from them you might want to double check and make sure it's not a spammer trying to get a hold of you anyway let's get right to it uh, we have selena on the line with our practical spirituality tips of the week how are you doing this week selena I'm doing well, Sam. Thank Wonderful. you for asking. I'm glad you straightened that out so quickly. Good awareness over there. Yeah, well, I had good help, and, and one person, I posted right away that that's not me, and someone posted back, reported to Facebook, so I, I searched how to do that. I went to the profile, reported it, boom, they shut it down like right away. Facebook is pretty good about that. Well, that's good to hear for sure. Yes. So may the rest of your week be much less much less chaotic, right? Just a little <laughs> bit of chaos there you took care of, you got rid of it, you moved on. Good yeah, yeah. Well, it's been the, this whole past week has been a little bit chaotic. Anyway, um, so uh, let's get right to it because i got a wonderful guest I can't yeah. wait to bring on. So let's get to our practical spirituality tip of the week. What do we well, have this week? interestingly enough, again, we're, we're in very good um, coordination here because mm-hmm. our I'd like to bring everybody's awareness this week to honoring their humanity. Uh We are on a path, I find very often that when spiritual students start working to develop the intuitive body uh, within them, um, there seems to be a tendency once in a while to denigrate the qualities of our humanness. And so I think it's very important that we, as we move through the path and as we seek to develop our intuitive body, that we also bring our awareness honoring our humanity Um, when we look at the fact that we work with the four bodies the physical body the intuitive body the emotional body and the uh, intelligent the the thinking body our job in practical spirituality is to develop the intuitive body so it becomes the guiding force and our brain becomes a tool our emotions become an alarm clock they become a tool But what we want to make sure is that we go through that process and we honor the thinking mind. We honor the emotions. The ego is not our enemy. It's a very purposeful entity that exists that we're asking to function in a different way. So we layer on top of not try to get rid of in practical spirituality. So we Mm. honor our humanity. So bring your awareness this week, if you would, to honoring the parts of your humanity, honor your history, honor your personality, um, and in honoring it, consciously choose to continue to build your intuitive body. Right, absolutely. I mean, it's so important that really we have all these different aspects of ourselves for a reason, and we should not, you know, uh, just as we shouldn't 
overemphasize the physical over the spiritual. We shouldn't overemphasize the spiritual over the physical, that it's all a part of our whole being, and we our need to honor whole, that whole being. Yeah. Our whole life stream is important mm. to, to um, honor. And as we move through this process, because it is a process of moving mm-hmm. from being intuitively and emotionally driven to, um, to being, I'm sorry, intelligent, uh, intellectually and emotionally driven, to being intuitively driven. As mm-hmm. we create that shift, mm-hmm. it's important to look at the, the whole aspect of our life stream, as you just said, instead mm-hmm. of honoring just one or the other. So that's what I wanted Absolutely. to bring everybody's awareness to. Beautiful, beautiful, Selena. Thank you so much for that message of balance. Sure. I really appreciate it. And if people want to um, sign up for your newsletter or learn more practical spiritual about practical spirituality, where do they find you? Yeah, it's selinamaitreya.com. It's S-E-L-I-N-A and Maitreya, M-A-I-T-R-E-Y-A.com. And they can go and sign up for... Um, the Insights group that's starting mm-hmm. on Tuesday, which is a new monthly Insights with a specific teaching around a very important topic, helping people to develop their intuitive body, um, mm-hmm. or just go online and sign up for my chakra cleansing, which is free, which is being wildly signed up for. Uh, thousands of people in the last couple of months have signed up for it. It's Great. really been really uh, very well received. Beautiful, Selena. Thank you so, so much. We look forward to our practical spirituality tip next week. Thank you, Sam. Have a wonderful week. Appreciate it. You too, and a happy Halloween, Selena. All right, my dear. You as well. (laughs) Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying our, this, our regular contributor, Selena. She's been very wonderful about calling in every week, uh, with her tips and, uh, I, I like them. So I hope you like them too. So I really want to get right to it because I have a wonderful, wonderful guest today. Uh, I'm very pleased that in studio here with me, we have author and spiritual teacher, Don Jose Ruiz. His name might sound slightly familiar because his father is Don Miguel Ruiz, the author of The Four Agreements. In 2010, Don Jose uh, released his first book called The Fifth Agreement, which he did in partnership with his dad. Uh, Quite a wonderful book. And following that publication, he traveled all over the world, the U.S., Mexico, and South America, bringing the message of The Fifth Agreement um, and the growing population around the world. His most recent book, which we're going to talk a bit about today, is My Good Friend the Rattlesnake, in which he uh, sort of talks about his experiences with spiritual gurus through a collection of short stories. From talking about rattlesnakes and rebellion to swamis and shamans, his stories show you how you can find your true path and discover yourself in the process. It's quite a pleasure, Don Jose, to have you here in studio. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour. Oh, thank you, Sam. It's a very pleasure and honor to be here with you this morning. It is wonderful. It is wonderful. So, you know, I, I always find it so fascinating to have uh, people like you who, who, in some ways, almost kind of like born into this work, you know, when your father is uh, uh, such a famous author. I, I, I mean, to this day, uh, I, I people tell me, oh, have you heard of this great book, The Four Agreements? And um, oh, what was the one about love that he wrote? The Mastery of Love. The Mastery of Love. Just just a few weeks ago, a friend of mine showed me the book for the first time. I'm like, whoa. Um, so I'm curious, what it was like as a child, sort of growing up uh, in, in, in Don Miguel's household, uh, sort of, I, I, I guess, sort of saturated with sort of this tradition and, and this idea of this spiritual path. Well, it was very magical, especially with my grandmother. She was a curandera, a yes. healer from old Mexico, mm-hmm. and she had the power of faith. She said that anything is possible. Uh, and with my father, you know, it was just magical being around him because he just let us our imagination grow mm-hmm. to find our hearts. Uh, and one time, it was a beautiful memory that I have. Is where we're going to go to Disneyland. Uh-huh. And my father asked us, do you want to go to Disneyland? And I said, you know, I want to go to Madre Grande. Madre mm-hmm. Grande is a beautiful ceremony in the mountains where my grandmother's her uh, teachings so okay. my father found it strange that we wanted to go <laughs> so he took us there mm-hmm. and then from this moment he said to us you know this nature is where real disneyland exists yeah. is where everything exists you see the squirrels you know Shippendale. Uh-huh. you see all the animals in your imagination can grow yeah. to make a beautiful story and this is what it was around wow. him wow and so you have a brother and and how many siblings do you have Yes, I have two brothers, one uh-huh, older, uh-huh. three years older is Miguel Ruiz Jr., mm-hmm. and then uh, Leonardo Ruiz, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and he's like seven years younger than me. Ah, okay. So the three of you, so three little troublemakers going around with Don Miguel. Huh? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so how old were you when The Four Agreements was published? I was around like 18 years old. Around 18. And and I'm just curious, sort of like in the family, did, did you guys have any idea how popular you, th- th- this book would become? I mean, did you guys have a sense that like this would really have a huge impact or, or was it kind of just like, well, we don't know or like, ah, no one's going to read this? Yes, for us children, it was a different point of view. Yeah. But my grand- great-grandfather, my grandmother's father, uh-huh. said to my father, you'll be doing some work and it will be reaching all over the world. Oh, so really? when my father and Janet Mills were on top of a pyramid, mm-hmm. you know, they talked to each other and they made uh, an intent that this message is going to be all over the world. Oh, wow. And what part of Mexico w- did you come from? I was born in Mexico City. Oh, in Mexico City. And I was raised in Tijuana, Mexico. In Tijuana? Yes. Ah, okay. And where are you based out of now? I live in San Diego right now. In San Diego. Okay, so just a little bit north of that. Yes, we just, <laughs> because my parents divorced when I was young, uh, um, so I stayed with my, ma- with my mama in Tijuana, mm-hmm. and my father was in San Diego, so on the weekends, mm-hmm. I come to visit with my father and mm-hmm. the holidays too. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. So uh, as a kid, did you, uh, I mean, it sounds like you were already kind of pretty connected um, to, to life and, and to things around you. D- did you have a sense as a kid that you would want to kind of follow in your father's footsteps or, or did you think you were going to do something completely different? Well, you know, deep down inside, I really knew what I wanted to do. Uh, and especially hanging around my grandmother most of all. Okay. My grandmother once asked me, Jose, what do you want to do with your life? What do you mm-hmm. want to do? What do you want to be? Mm-hmm. And I said to her, you know, I want to share the Toltec message just like you do and uh, share it around the world. And my dream is to one day share it in Japanese. Oh, really? And, you know, that dream came true not oh, long ago. wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. We actually have lots of people from Japan, Korea, and China all tune into the show. So it's getting out there even more now. <laughs> oh, greetings, my brothers oh, and wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. And were your brothers kind of like you as well? Yes, my, my older brother was also mm-hmm. into, 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 into the teachings, and we both got you know, distracted by life, mm-hmm. especially rebelling. Yeah. You know, we started looking at our, our paths, because I remember the first time that I got invited with the adults uh-huh. in a beautiful ceremony. Uh-huh. And in the ceremony, the only one who could speak was the one holding the feathered leather eagle right. stick with the eagle feathers. Uh-huh. So they passed it to one another, uh-huh. and the only, the only talk the only one who can talk was holding it right. and you know this one said stories of suffering of victimization uh-huh. and then they pass it along and you know they say the same thing uh-huh. and at one point it felt like they were competing who had the most suffering in the room <laughs> <laughs> and you know when I was a kid I wanted to grow up so fast I wanted to be uh-huh. one of the adults when the stick got in my hands I didn't have any sad story uh-huh. but in a little stick I planted in my mind uh-huh. is that to become an adult you have to have suffering so uh, I began looking for suffering, and then little really? by little, I begin lost in it. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. All right, well, I, I want to kind of dive into that a little bit, but we're going to take a quick commercial break first. And when we come back, we're going to talk about kind of your, your path and your journey and how you became lost and how you found yourself again, okay? <laughs> so everybody, please stay tuned. Uh, you're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and my guest this hour is uh, author and spiritual teacher Don Jose Ruiz, and we will be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Bonjour, this is Dominique de Coq. Bonjour, c'est Tamara Zuboff. Bonjour, c'est Asania Kone. We are hosting Pardon My French New York City. Our guests come from all over the world. From Mali to New Caledonia, from Paris to Quebec. French is a common language, yet they all come from different cultures, backgrounds or countries. And their common desire is to make New York their home. Listen to them share their stories. Join us at Pardon My French New York City every Monday from 1 to 2 p.m. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Leibowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. 
Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. TalkingAlternative.com voice of one of our former hosts, Austin Marola, though we hope to see him back here on the station sometime soon, uh, but we'll see. Um, so before we went to break down, Jose, you were talking about how, um, you know, growing up, you, you were very much connected to all of this, but you, you kind of felt like maybe to become an adult, you needed to find some trouble, some misery, you know, some pain in life. And, and that kind of led you in a direction I think most people would be surprised to hear about. Why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, kind of your path and, and what happened when you started looking for trouble? Yes, especially, you know, wanted to grow up so fast, so I started hanging with the older kids, ah. and especially in the neighborhood. Yeah. And the neighborhood that I come from is a rough neighborhood. Uh, you know, there's uh, full gangs and, you know, uh-huh. drug addiction, drugs everywhere. Right. So I started hanging with them and little by little I became, you know, becoming a drug addict. Oh, really? And, and how old were you at that time? I was it? probably around 15 now. 15? Okay. 15 and, and, you know, headed very well from the family. Oh, you know, really? resisted. So, you know? so your father and your brothers like didn't see it going on? Yes, they didn't ke- ah. see it going on. But little by little, you know, I began getting into trouble. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I thought that I was living on the edge. You know, there's no mm-hmm. afraid of the reactions of the precautions, you know, always living on the edge. Right. And not right. even aware of it. Right. And uh, one moment a day that changed my life, I was going to go with the beach with my friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, my father came that week and said, no, you're not going to the beach. You're coming with me. Uh, and I resisted, you know, I went with my father <laughs> and didn't have a good time. I made, you know, it happen, you know. Uh, but when I came back home, I got the sad news that my best friend had died in a car accident ooh. in a car that was going to the beach. And th- that car I was going to be in, so my father saved my life. Oh, wow. And, you know, I felt like a deep, deep pain, you know, like a deep pain and saying, oh, that could have been me. Yeah. And yeah. that could have been me, you know. And then I went to my father and I said the kind of life I was living. Mm-hmm. And he put a tear in his in his eye mm-hmm. and, and he said, welcome back home, my son. And gave oh, me the biggest hug. Wow. And from that point on, he sent me to, to travel to India oh, with really? my stepmother and my step and my stepbrother. Oh. So I, I could be with myself and get me away from that from that kind of life. Uh, so he had no idea that you were in trouble. No. Th- did he, I, I mean, I'm just, just curious. <laughs> did he have some intuitive insight or feel like he had to kind of pull you away that day? Or, or was it purely coincidence? Well, it was pretty coincidence. Okay. He felt like he wanted to take me, and, you know, he made it to Tijuana, and yeah. he's the father, of course, you know, yeah, I was a yeah. kid. <laughs> and uh, I went, but when that happened, it was like, you know, my reality was open, you know, to see what yeah. was going to happen. Yeah. And it was like putting a line in the floor and saying negative and positive. Mm. And I saw myself now in between that, and after that, I went to a few journeys with my father, mm-hmm. and I learned from and I listened. Even I resisted, mm. I listened mm. to what he was saying. But when I was in India... I was completely, you know, out of that world, out of yeah, America, I, out I of me- Mexico. Was that, was that your first time sort of out of, away from the United States and Mexico when you went to India? Yes, exactly. That was my first time and wow. it was like a whole different world. And over there I found like the power of faith. Really? You know, how many people put faith into statues, into beings. And mm-hmm. I saw that was the real connection. Mm-hmm. And then I said, you know, this is one thing that I lost, having mm-hmm. faith in my positivity. Because every time I want to be positive, it's like the negative in me sabotages it. Uh, and that's the cycle I will begin living. Wow. It must have been a real kind of culture shock because sort of the Mexican culture compared to the Indian culture is really very, very different in many ways. 
Yes, it was a definitely a, a culture shock. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, begin adapting because mm -hmm. there were so many nice people. And, oh, you know, okay. this is one of the things that exists all over the world, niceness, yeah. you know, and begin opening up. So I began traveling with Swami Kaleshwar. Ah. And uh, we went to a town called Chirdi Sai, mm -hmm. a little town of Chirdi. And in that town, there was this avatar mm -hmm. who was homeless. He's, they said he was a homeless man, but you know, he said, I'm not homeless because everyone in the community gives me food, gives me oh, where wow. to sleep. You know, he's just the whole town is his home. And one time there was a group of tourists, including uh -huh. myself, uh -huh. walking down the street, and the avatar was walking with his orange robes. Uh -huh. And then all of a sudden he stopped and he began singing bhajans. Bhajans are like, beautiful powerful mantra songs okay. and he began dancing so flexible in the streets so beautifully oh, wow. and then one of the tourists said to another tourist that man is crazy <laughs> and the other one responded yes he may be crazy but he is happily in love with life uh, are you happily in love with life and the other man put the head down and says no i'm uh, not and the other man responded then who's crazy <laughs> <laughs> and when i listened to that i said to myself you know what jose you are crazy uh, because every time you want to do something you love you sabotage yourself mm -hmm. you know and from that point on, I begin listening completely to my inner wisdom. Ah. So, you know, a lot of people have this issue where, you know, they want to do good. They want to be happy. They want to connect with people, do the right thing. But as you say, we kind of sabotage ourselves. We, we don't follow our, our intuition. We don't follow our instincts. How did you go from sort of rebelling against so the side of you that you knew was really what you wanted to do to the, to embracing it I, I mean i know it's a decision and and i know you, you know you have to make the decision and work towards it but it, it it it's not always easy to work towards when you're so stuck in where you are yes exactly because it's attachment and i remember even when i left india i mm -hmm. went back to america's mm -hmm. and then i was feeling okay said father i'm going back to my neighborhood and he mm -hmm. had a little resistance you know but ah. says okay go i trust you uh, so little by little, you know, I got back into trouble again. Oh, you did? But this time, uh, I knew what I was doing. Okay. This time was different, you know. This was mm -hmm. not like before. Before, I didn't know that I was living on the edge. This time, I knew. Right. And something happened to me where I got abuse because mm -hmm. I was hanging in that world, uh, you know. Uh, I got okay. abuse. And th when that happened, I went even deeper. But then I said, you know, I don't want this to happen to me again. Uh, so this is when I decided to leave Tijuana. Even my friends were so supportive, saying, you know what? You have to protect yourself from yourself. Uh, and this place is hurting you. So in that moment, you know, I left to the United States to live completely. Mm -hmm. And I went to Egypt mm -hmm. with my father. Wow. And in that moment, I fell in love. And uh, I made a mistake. I said, you know, the way to find peace is to have children, to get married, you know, uh -huh. to escape. But, you know, I, I took all that negativity with me. Yeah. And yeah. from one point at all, you know, I begin having happiness and awareness, you know, sharing mm -hmm. with people. Mm -hmm. But I didn't even deal with that. I pretend it didn't exist. Mm -hmm. So when I pretend it didn't exist, it would always creep me, creep up on me. Yeah. Because I didn't yeah. deal with that. Right. And it took right. me a while to understand that. Right. Right. And and to really thank you for sharing that because it's a really important point that people think, okay, you know, oh, I've turned it around. I've found, you know, my connection back. Like when you went to India. But then when you came back to your, your, the same environment, you got lost again and even deeper in a way. So it's, it's just because we, we step onto our path doesn't mean that we're not going to slide back sometimes. It doesn't mean that we're not still going to have challenges, um, but it's how we face those challenges to keep moving forward. You know, a lot of people think it's sort of like a straight line up, but it's really not. It's up and down and up and down and up and down, isn't it? Yes, and exactly what happened is that I had to accept some situation. My mm -hmm. father once said to me, the things that this happened to you is because you're addicted to suffering. And I said, you oh. know what? I'm not addicted to suffering, I said to my father. But then I said, why would I want to resist and defend this? Uh. That means that it's true. And when I was knowing that I was addicted to suffering, it's because I used everything against myself. Mm -hmm. So it was like living in ghost town, mm -hmm. in an island of safety. Right. And I felt safe with the pain that I was used to. And I was being afraid of the unknown. So I was addicted to living a, wor a world suffering inside that cave. And I didn't even remember the agreement that I made when I was a kid that I wanted to grow up so fast. Yeah, you know, yeah. I programmed myself to do that. But little by little, I began unlearning because they have a different difficult situations. Hmm. So, I mean, it's interesting, like you say, you, you get used to the pain, right? You get used to the suffering, and that's sort of the hardest part is it's, it becomes like your companion, right? It's something you keep with you all the time, and it's not always easy to let go of that companion because you feel like you're losing something. Yes, especially when we hold everything inside of us and we yeah. use it to hurt ourselves. 
because it came upon you know I left that world mm-hmm. and I was feeling so open mm-hmm. but one day I got heartbroken me and my ex-wife got into a debate and then I got so mad say, to myself and to life. Said, this is why I changed. This is why I changed my life. So I got a steak knife and punctured myself two times in the stomach. Really? And, uh, you oh know, didn't God. want to leave. But when that happened, I thank God, you know, that I was my stomach was a little big that it, uh-huh. you know, was inches away from the main artery. Oof. But what I did do, it was a reaction of pain. I hurt wow. my family. I hurt the people that I love, and I had to see that. I saw my selfishness completely. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, brother, this is one of the most difficult things that I have ever done. Wow. Forgive myself for that act. Sure. And sure. Um, when that happened, and you know, my father came to me and said, why, why do you do this? Mm-hmm. So I did all the excuses because mm-hmm. my friend died, because I went through this, because, you know, mm-hmm. got abused, because my everything excused me. He goes, no, it's not because of that. Mm-hmm. He says, it's because you're stupid. <laughs> And then I defended again. I'm not stupid. And he goes, hit yourself in the head. And I did. Hit yourself again. And I did. And then the third time, hit yourself again. I said, I don't want to do it anymore because it hurts. Then you're not stupid anymore, son. You know, you learn from your mistakes. And the moment that you don't judge yourself, you become free. But if you really want forgiveness, you have to really respect your body and respect your life. And that was the beginning you know, of the real path of the Totec where I begin. And the Totec path is nothing to learn but to unlearn. Wow, wow. It must have been difficult for your dad at the time, too, to see you, you know, do this to yourself. Yes, definitely. Yeah. It was very difficult. And, and when I see the pain inside of him, said, oh, my God, look what I did. Mm. What did I do? Yeah. So I woke up from that, you know, that agreement that I made when I was a kid. Mm. I said, you know what? Now it's time to unlearn. Now it's time to forgive. Was there anything that you had learned from your dad as a kid that, kind of helped you through mm. all of this in the process oh yes every time he spoke every time he yeah. spoke to me uh-huh. every time i went to his courses mm-hmm. i took positive and i hear it mm-hmm. and sometimes you know kids they pretend they're not hearing or listening mm-hmm. but they are listening yeah. because yeah. you know the kids learn not what the parents say but how they live their life and right. how my father lived their life really helped me in, in the, my dark my, right. my dark times right. so if there was one thing that one piece of advice that you would give to somebody else let's say who is going through a similar time now to what you had gone through what would you say to them to kind of help them through their current dark time in their life is to really listen to their message that they're saying to themselves if the positive uh, message if it's positive if you like your message continue on but if you don't like the message that you're giving or giving to others change mm-hmm. it you know, mm-hmm. when the light is still on, you can still change no matter what mm-hmm. age you are. Mm-hmm. And it's the beautiful thing that you learn to respect yourself because the moment you respect yourself, you know, you'll be respected by others and your life will completely transform and leave talking the world of the language of negativity and begin talking the language of positivity. And yeah. it is possible. Yeah. It is possible. Yeah, it, it, but it takes some effort, right? It, it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen in just an instant. You need to put some effort behind changing that internal voice that's, that speaks to you. Yes, exactly. First is to accept what we are doing, mm-hmm. to be honest of how we're living, mm-hmm. and then is to have discipline to change. Mm-hmm. And then we return to gratitude. And these are the uh, four keys of transformation that can really change our life. But we really have to make that decision. Ah, beautiful, beautiful. The four keys. Let's say that one more time. It is acceptance. Accept. Honest. Be think, honest with yourself. And discipline. Discipline And with respect. And respect. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, thank you so much, Don Jose. That is wonderful. All right, let's take a quick break. And um, when we come back, let's talk about what motivated you to write My Good Friend the Rattlesnake. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we will be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. 
big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials. It addresses relationships, finance, business, health, and above all, creativity. Current planetary cycles can either support or challenge your objectives. I'm Montgomery Taylor. If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at monty at montytaylor.com. That's monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at montytaylor.com. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. still flat and the clouds made of fire the mountains stretched up to the sky sometimes higher folks roam the earth like big rolling cakes they had two sets of arms two sets of legs they had two faces peering out of one giant head and they could watch all around them and they talked while they Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour is Don Jose Ruiz, uh, author, co-author of The Fifth Agreement, and my good friend, The Rattlesnake. So um, your first book, you worked with your dad on, on The Fifth Agreement, kind of like a follow-up to The Four Agreements. Uh, did you enjoy writing with your dad? Yes, and you know, it was all an accident to be happened. Oh, really? Because when my father had a heart attack... Um, uh. I say to him, how can I repay you for everything you teach me? Mm-hmm. And he said, very easy, my son. Help me to change the world. I said, hey, hold on a minute. I don't want that <laughs> and he goes, don't be silly, son. Help me to change the world in your mind every time you have something negative. Uh. Every time that you hear a voice that's going against yourself and you believe it. Mm-hmm. I want you to not believe that voice. And I don't want you to believe in your heart. Mm-hmm. And that's the best way you can say thank you to me. And then I don't even have to know. Mm-hmm. And then he said, you know, in life people say things when they're in pain that they do not mean. Mm-hmm. I want you to not take him personally. In that moment, you know, he went to an angry coma. And when he was in an angry coma, someone uh-huh. that I love said to me, Jose, this is your fault. This happened to your father because of what oh. I have done er- earlier that, that year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I could have taken it, you know, hard and personal if I didn't mm-hmm. talk to my father beforehand. Mm-hmm. But then I, you know, I saw forgiveness because he's in pain saying things mm-hmm. that they don't mean. But in that moment, I went to his closet because in his closet, he has some cassettes uh-huh. of angel training, messenger training. Uh-huh. And he said, 20 years ago, I tried to teach this course, but I felt like I was talking to a wall. Mm. So I said, you know what? I want to learn this angel training. And uh-huh. I began learning it from it. And, you know, when he was in coma, I began sharing it. Mm-hmm. And he remember how to walk, to be himself after the heart attack mm-hmm. and be completely again. And mm-hmm. when he was completely, he asked me, Jose, what are you doing with your life? Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I'm sharing angel training. And he said, oh, sure. <laughs> I would like to see that. So he came to the place where we were sharing the, the, the training. Uh-huh. And he said, oh, my God, people are listening. What did you do different? Mm-hmm. He said, you know, before you had the heart attack, you were beginning a, a three-year course. Mm-hmm. And you didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. So it inspired me. Instead of giving one, two, three, ABC, mm-hmm. GEAR curriculums, mm-hmm. you're going to give the Totec tradition and architect plan just as it is. Uh, Whoever's going to get it is going to get it. And the thing is, there's no teacher here. We're uh, all sharing. Because uh, when one falls down, the, the people can help too. And this is the mastery of friendship that begins. Mm-hmm. So it's about being honest and open heart. So something happened that my father got so inspired that he began you know, sharing this with me alongside. Uh, so I was co-training with my father. Oh, and I didn't even dream about that. And then uh, the publicist comes in. And says, you know, you guys, this message that you're giving right now mm-hmm. is the FIFA agreement. People need to hear about this. Ah. So this is when the FIFA agreement got made. Ah. So yes, I got very pleasure making this book because Wonderful. it got me 
to be in golden time with my father. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. And this angel training, I'm, I'm just very briefly, what is the angel training all about? Well, the angel training, the angel for the Toltec means messenger. Ah, so we're training okay. the messenger. And not really we're training them. One wakes up to train itself because mm. we can only train ourselves because we know what's going on in our mind. Mm. And this leads us to the meaning of life, especially for me, mm. because the meaning of my life is to take care of Jose. Yeah. Because I know what makes Jose happy and what makes Jose suffer. Right. And how do I know this is because I am Jose. Right. And he's taking the responsibility <laughs> and that honesty to transform my life. Because in the Totec tradition, there's nothing to learn but to unlearn oh, all the negative things that go against the artist because the word Totec means artist. Oh, it means it's artist. A, yes, it's oh. not a religion. It's a way of life because we're creating art with whatever we hear, whatever mm. we feel. So the beautiful thing is to express this art. Mm. And this oh. is what the angel training is all about. Beautiful. That the art is free. Beautiful. Oh, I love it. I love it. I have to learn more about this now. Okay, so I have to ask you about your new book, My Good Friend, The Rattlesnake. How come The Rattlesnake is your good friend? Well, it was a big teacher of nature ah. because, you know, when the rattlesnake is young, mm -hmm. it's when it's most dangerous of all. Oh, really? Because it cannot control its poison. If ah. it bites you, it will give you a whole big little dose. And it reminded me when I was young. Oh. When I was young, I was full of negativity, full of mm -hmm. poison. I say things and hurt mm -hmm. people and hurt myself mm -hmm. because I was full of pain and poison. Right. But then right. later, the rattlesnake matures. Right. And when it matures, it learns to control its poison. And it reminds me of right me right now. Mm -hmm. Just because, you know, I, I go through all these trainings. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean the negativity doesn't exist inside of me. It exists. Right. But I'm right. controlling it. Right. I'm taming it. Right. You know, right. I feel like the imitation and I feel the will against temptation. And not uh -huh. only that. It's the end, the rattlesnake, when uh -huh. it's crawling in the desert, you uh -huh. know, it shed its skin, the right. dead skin elicited behind. Right. And one day I imagine if I was a rattlesnake knowing what I know, uh -huh. when the anybody sees me coming, it will see a big mountain coming because I'll be collecting all the dead skins, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, when the rattlesnake is ready to leave the dead skin behind, he leaves it, but not us humans. And that dead skin right. is a symbol of our pain and suffering. Oh. So when we're talking to somebody else who's suffering in the moment, right. it's like we're pulling out like skin number 67, you know, mm. that matches that thing and, you know, we're relieving it. We're not leaving yeah. it behind. Right. So one of the things that really inspired, you know, to make this book is to be honest with our life. Mm. Like if we don't judge ourselves, nobody else can judge us. And right. the judgment don't exist in our mind. Right. And if we are heart is an open book, you know, we cannot accept no judgment from anybody. Right. And this is one of the right. most beautiful thing to live with open heart. Yes. And absolutely. one time we were starting to do lectures and I began sharing my story right. because I want to give the power away. You know, I want right. from the people I, I used it to suffer. Mm -hmm. So I was open completely. Mm. And one of the audience came to me and says, Jose, thank you for sharing your personal story because it makes us feel like we're the same. We're one, we're human. We're not looking up a pedestal saying we cannot change, we can never be like this person. No, we, mm. we're all the same. We're all human. Mm. And when that moment happens, you know, we embrace our humanity. Mm. We embrace our mistakes. And this is the most beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. To know that we're perfect with the mistakes that we have done, right. that are doing and then will do. Right. Because when we learn from them is when we have gratitude and forgiveness yeah. because we learn yes. and the rattlesnake evolves. Yes, yes, absolutely. And transforms, right? Every time it sheds its skin, it's a transformation. Yes, exactly. Because yeah. the new dream cannot be born unless we let the old, old dream, dream behind. Go. Because if we live a corruption world, mm -hmm. if we try to change, you know, we bring the corruption to the new world. Yeah. And that's something that, I, you know, it took me a long time when my grandmother gave me the last teaching she gave mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. It's because my marriage, you know, was of disrespect. It was uh, like, I love you, and then we fight, right. and then we will never do it again, and I love you, and it just became a world of eggshells. Mm -hmm. And my grandmother said to me one day, if you really love this person, you know what to do. Mm -hmm. You have to let her go. Mm -hmm. And I didn't do it. She passed away. I still didn't do it. And then one day I said, you know, I really love this person. And I went to this person, to my ex-wife, and mm -hmm. said, you know, I love you, and I don't want you to use me to hurt yourself, and I don't want to use you to hurt myself. We mm -hmm. have to to unconditionally love be, be, be put mm -hmm. and we separated. Wow. And in that year, I didn't even teach. I didn't have go to lectures because I have no right doing it because mm -hmm. you know we cannot give what we don't have. Right. Finally, she gave me a phone call saying, you know, I'm so glad that you made that decision. Really? So from that moment on, you know, I went back up, you know, uh, but I still made the same mistake. I thought that love was in the outside. Well, if I get married and I right. get children again, I will yeah, try it again. Yeah. But this person that I was with in that time said to me, if you really love me, you will eat all my poison just like my friends and my ex-boyfriends do. In Oof. that moment, I was like, no need to debate. <laughs> I went outside the room and I said thank you to my ex-wife uh, because no one has the right to scream at me or disrespect me and I don't have the right to disrespect or scream at anybody. Right. And from that moment, you know, I became 
the, the love of my life. Mm -hmm. I really knew it was the love of my life. Mm -hmm. And that moment it was funny because I said, you know, now I'm going to become a monk. You know, <laughs> I'm going to be celebrated. But then I climbed up the pyramid of the sun and I met uh -huh. this beautiful woman. Uh, and I don't know what drove me to kiss her on the lips in that moment. Uh, but, you know, from that later on, that evening we talked mm -hmm. and she said something powerful. She said, if somebody doesn't want to be with me, why would I want to be with this person? Right. And, you know, and we've been together five years ever since. She's the co-author of The Ra Good Friend of Rattlesnake oh, and Ripples uh, of Wisdom. And she's okay. my fiance, Tammy Hotman. Oh, wonderful. But the beautiful thing about this is that relationship, when one respects itself, we begin to unlearn and learn what all the abuse that we take because in that marriage, right, you know, right. I really took abuse, right? And I right. now I'm being learn, unlearn, unlearn, right, and right. you know, this is one of the beautiful things. That's why I say acceptance and honesty it lets you free, right? And I said many right. people, you know, who pretend to be happy, pretend to be live a mask. You know, some people say fake it till you make it. You know, I don't believe that. <laughs> I said, you know, be honest where you're at, yes. and if you don't like your world, change it because right. it's all our respect with you. Right, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. And if we don't love ourselves, we can't truly love anybody else. If we don't take care of ourselves, we can't truly take care of anybody else. If we're not whole within ourselves, we, we can't show wholeness to other people. Yes, exactly. And the thing is just to be with open heart. Like yeah. one of my friends came to me and says, Jose, will you be my spiritual teacher, my spiritual guide? And I said, mm -hmm. with respect, no, my brother. He goes, mm -hmm. why? It's because if I'm your spiritual guide and your spiritual teacher, mm -hmm. I'm going to teach you to be me. Yeah. <laughs> you learn to have to be you, you know, right. and together we can dance right. and be in this mastery of friendship. Right. And, you know, and at one point it also it humbles the teacher mm -hmm. and it, because it doesn't believe that he's better than anybody else. Right. We all are the same. Right. Sometimes I see that one can hide behind their knowledge and their awareness and their credibilities. Right. But you know, that could be just paper. Right. You know, my stepson said one time when, uh, when he was graduating from high school, they got mm. three kids and said, how would you like to be remembered? One said, well, how much money I make? Mm. The other one said, well, I want to remember the music that I make. And mm. my stepson said, you know, I want to be remembered how I treated people. Uh, and you know how you treat people how you treat yourself beautiful. and you know yes. that is your world exactly exactly how you treat people is how you treat yourself what do you hope people get from from reading your book i just want them to live their life and make them a masterpiece of art uh, to forgive themselves and to not you know bother that they have a tail and someone can step no it's to really take the power out of it right. because you can really really begin to respect yourself as the messenger of love mm. and this is what we're here for i believe in resurrection mm. but i believe in resurrection in the same life mm. because we're born into toddlers you know then we get programmed right. we get injected by suffering and we believe it and then we break away from that and when we break away from that you know that is the resurrection of the embodiment of love mm. that is when the real service begins when mm. we serve ourselves and yeah. when we serve ourselves, we can serve others because I say again, we cannot give what we don't have. Right, 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 right. Yeah, we can't give from a cup that's empty or half full. It has to be overflowing, then we can give, right? Yes. And the only thing we have to do is just be our authentic self. And I right. say this, it's easy to be our authentic self. What is difficult is to pretend. Mm -hmm. And that's to stop living a lie. Yeah. And the lie cannot exist where the truth exists. And you know, we mm -hmm. are the truth. It's not in words, in any language, it's our presence. Right. Right, exactly. It's in our very being, in our presence. And really being truthful, you can feel it. People feel it around you. It's no effort. You know, it's nothing that you have to, quote unquote, do. It, it's just who you are and how you be in life. Yes, and it's to make that decision, you know. So if yeah. it takes us a lot of time to learn how to suffer, it will take us time to unlearn that. Yeah. But every day that we're with us, you know, we're yeah. saying, you know, today's not the day. Yeah. Today's not the day. I will do it someday, but today, I start today. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay, believe it or not, time to take our last commercial break of the show. So everybody, uh, we're going to be right back. I'm going to let you know how you find uh, all about uh, Don Jose, his teachings, and his book. So please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Have you ever decided to reinvent yourself? Are you navigating a new life's journey? Are you an aspiring artist that's looking for direction? This is Kevin Barbaro, and my new show, Coffee Talk 3.0, is your new best friend. Tune in live to hear successful professional artists and their inspiring real-life adventures Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, right here at TalkingAlternative.com.
Bonjour, this is Dominique de Coq. Bonjour, c'est Tamara Zuboff. Bonjour, c'est Asania Kone. We are hosting Pardon My French New York City. Our guests come from all over the world. From Mali to New Caledonia, from Paris to Quebec. French is a common language, yet they all come from different cultures, backgrounds or countries. And their common desire is to make New York their home. Listen to them share their stories. Join us at Pardon My French New York City every Monday from 1 to 2 p.m. Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour has been author and spiritual teacher, Don Jose Ruiz. Um, we've talked a lot about your new book, My Good Friend, The Rattlesnake. Um, in the book, you talk about um, not just your, your time with Kalashwar. I mean, you also studied with a, a, a Peruvian master by the name of, of Don Jorge Delgado? Yes. And what did you learn from him that was different from what you've learned from your grandmother and your dad and your own lineage? Well, it was so beautiful because he's just an open heart as well. Oh, yeah. And he takes the Inca tradition mm -hmm. to heart. So he's like this big, big, big kid, you know, with ah, a big open heart. Wonderful. And he just respects the land. And there's something beautiful, you know, oh, to okay. be in the nature. And when we were in the nature in, in, uh, in Peru, mm -hmm. there was this gather ceremony, 11, 11, 11, the year, the oh, year before the 2012. Yes, yes. And there yes. was a lot of gatherings from many places. Yeah. So I got to speak to one of his friends uh -huh. that is an Amazonian jungle shaman. Oh. And he asked me, you know, where did you learn? You know, in what nature did you learn? The forest, uh -huh. in the desert, in the uh -huh. jungle? And I said, yes, in the jungle but the concrete one. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, you know, we don't pick where we're born, but yeah. from that point on, we can make a difference yes. because that's where life put us. Mm. So Don Jorge, it is, represents the, the condor. So, oh. and he was representing, we represent the eagle. Mm. So in the moment that that junction get together, mm. it was like a merging, you know, mm. and it was so beautiful because it's all about service. Yeah, That's what yeah. he said, you know, it's all about service. Right. Do you find that People from other cultures are, are being more open to hear about the Toltec wisdom and the, and the Incan wisdom and the Mayan wisdom. Do you find that uh, people are more open to hear the message now? Yes, absolutely. Like these books have been translated in more than 37 different languages. 37 languages? Yes. Really? And you know, in, after traveling the world, you know, I mm -hmm. know that the world speaks two languages. Yeah. It's not Spanish or English or yeah. French, German, no. <laughs> it's negative and positive. Ah. And people are tired of speaking the negative language yeah. and they feel it in their heart. That's yeah. why this work is getting, you know, not only this work, but different masters, different traditions. Mm -hmm. It's being getting hurt because now it's a spiritual revolution. Yes. You know, that we are doing positive because we feel good in us. Right. And the right. old dream is leaving behind. Right. That's why my grandma says, you know, it's time for you to embrace the now, not in the past. Don't go hiding in the past. Right. If I catch you doing what I did, you're killing the Totec tradition. If I catch you doing what your father did, you're killing the Totec tradition. You have to ah, learn from your own experiences right. and how you free yourself from yourself 
and this is getting the torch of the Toltec of positivity mm. and passing it along. Oh, because like I said beautiful. earlier, the, the little ones learn not what we say, but how we live our life. Right, right. And this is happening now. Beautiful, yeah, yeah. So I take it you're optimistic about the future? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, it's such an interesting conversation these days because so often I meet with people and they like, because they... S- pay too much attention to the mainstream media and they hear about all these horrible things going on in the war and this and pollution and that. And, and, uh, I, I try and sort of point out to them, like, you know, there is a real flowering of consciousness going on right now. There is a lot of stuff to be hopeful about, but most people don't see it, do they? Yes. No, because, you know, it's like get stuck in seeing it, you know, like addiction of suffering is to hurt ourselves with happening. Yeah. And, you know, it's not to put anybody down. It's just what right. we get fed. Right. And, um, One time somebody asked my father, I wish humanity would make it. And my father responded, it's making it. And they said, how can you say this when all this is happening in the world? And he said, okay, just imagine going back in time a thousand years and go back to England in the time of the Inquisition, knowing what you know now. And how long will it take you, you know, when you shower every day and they look at you differently yeah. and when you start helping anybody else around what you know right now saying hey right. you don't have to study all these books to hunt witches there's no witches right. you know and right. that woman how long would it take you to get you into the gallows pole and burn you and accuse you of witchcraft right. you know the right. world is changing that was just yes. a thousand years ago Yes. so right now you can speak freely and right. many people who can speak freely don't take that, you know, they, they take that for granted because mm. our ancestors couldn't speak freely even a hundred years from now. Right. So the world, right. it is changing. Yes, the thing is. we have to do is just speak our truth, our passion, right. and, you know, and let it make and, the and more and more And more and more people are speaking their mm-hmm. truth. I mean, that's really the beautiful thing is more and more people are coming out and, and being in the public eye and, and opening their, their mouths to say their truths, whereas in the past they'd be afraid to. Yes, exactly. And this is ending, you know, this is ending race discrimination, mm-hmm. uh, oriental sexuality, because yeah. we'll begin all to be one and respect one another. Did you hear? I just saw on the news yesterday that um, Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple Computer, came out publicly to say that he was gay and that, you know, privately people who worked with him had known it. But he was the first like CEO of a major Fortune 500 company to really come out and say, I'm gay, I'm happy with it. And everything else. And I thought that was a beautiful thing. I mean, to me, that's like a real sea change where, you know, the first person that does it, more will start to do it because now it's he's, he's made the first step. And, and it may not be easy, but you'll start to see more and more people being truthful about, you know, what they feel inside of themselves. And this is exactly what it's all about, to be honest with oneself and free yourself because the ripples begin happening. Right. And the thing is just to be you, your authentic you, what you want yeah, to be. Life yeah. is short, you know, whatever keeps you pressure you know just do it live right. that life because yes. it is your life so when one takes the voice out and listens mm-hmm. to it, it inspires other people to you know not sabotage themselves and it's okay you know right it's really right. okay to absolutely. to live this beautiful life like it you is. want to live it absolutely absolutely so if you were to look into the future for don jose ruiz what do you see well i see myself as being a service in creating more okay. and just being what I want to do. Like I said to my friends, you know, mm-hmm. if we just do what we want to do, be authentic, you know, live mm-hmm. our dreams, you know, and be respectful to oneself that in mm-hmm. 100 years from now, the little kids will be opening the books of history mm-hmm. of the humans of the, the first human of the 21st century. And yeah. they'll say, you know, how barbaric were they? Yeah. Because they <laughs> thought that love was outside of them. Everybody knows that love's within us. Yeah. So it will become that way of living. But yeah. the only thing we have to do is just keep saying, you know, like uh, like you were mentioning about the CEO of Apple, you know, uh-huh. he wants to decide to live that way. And, you know, we can decide to live that way. We uh-huh. can open up whatever comes in our hearts and be free from it, yeah. you know, and end the judgment because if we don't judge ourselves, Nobody else can judge us, and the judgment right. would exist to exist in our mind. Right. And I have to tell something about judgment. Mm-hmm. It exists before we are born. Mm-hmm. It exists when we are alive, and it will continue to exist when we are dead. Mm-hmm. The important thing is to not fall into that illusion because it's just an illusion, illusion. that we fed. Right. And it's time to let that illusion go yes. and come back to live with open heart. Beautiful. That's our human nature. Absolutely. Absolutely. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Don Jose, for coming on the show today. It's been a real pleasure having you here. Um, If people want to, well, first, you have an event coming up here in New York City? Yes, November 1st in Ambeste Books. Ah, We're doing the Fire Series um, gatherings, Mm -hmm. and I'll be so happy to share from my heart, you know. Oh, beautiful. What time is that? It's a one o'clock one to o'clock. five o'clock. One to five o'clock in Namaste, uh, Saturday, November 1st. Beautiful. And if people want to get your book, where can they find it? 
They can find it in Amazon.com right. and Barnes and Nobles. Right. See, in the old days, you would find it in the Amazon jungle. Now it's on the <laughs> Amazon online, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, if people want to learn more about yourself and your own teachings, you have a website? Yes, on MiguelRiz.com under events. Mm -hmm. And I'm so happy that in December 12 mm -hmm. to the 15, we'll be conducting an angel training seminar. And oh. my father will be a special appearance on a Sunday oh, and it'll be beautiful because this is like what made the fifth agreement book and you know I like going back yeah. to, to the roots yeah wonderful and where would that be in San Diego California in San Diego okay December 5th and they can find out about that on, on uh, Don Miguel's website yes and it's basically in Encinitas California and it's the mm -hmm. land of Yogananda so we will be ah, blessed by having that energy with us wonderful wonderful did you see that movie Awake yet oh not yet until no, November 7 no. in San Diego it's playing so oh, okay oh, yeah I, mean, like, I have a few <laughs> friends who've seen it who loved it I haven't had a chance to see it yet but yes wonderful well beautiful i wish you much much success i can't wait to 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 uh learn uh, to go through the angel training any plans to do the angel training here in new york yes we look, we're looking for it maybe next year okay wonderful wonderful definitely keep me in mind for that well thank you for coming on the show today oh. jose i wish you much much success and uh, may your message spread far and wide oh thank you my brother and thank you for your message of love thank you thank you and uh, everybody, uh, I want to also just to remind you, for those of you who didn't notice in the newsletter, we did announce last week that we now have a new uh, URL. You can find us very easily now on the web at talkradio.nyc. Um, so uh, I know talkingalternative.com will always be our home, but, you know, we like keeping things simple. Um, so please stay tuned. Coming up next, uh, J.C. Maldonado with his show 21st Century Entrepreneur, followed by Tony Martinetti, Nonprofit Radio. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Leibowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. Have you ever decided to reinvent yourself? Are you navigating a new life's journey? Are you an aspiring artist that's looking for direction? This is Kevin Barbaro, and my new show, Coffee Talk 3.0, is your new best friend. Tune in live to hear successful professional artists and their inspiring real-life adventures Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, right here at TalkingAlternative.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials. It addresses relationships, finance, business, health, and above all, creativity. Current planetary cycles can either support or challenge your objectives. I'm Montgomery Taylor. If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at Monty at MontyTaylor.com. That's Monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at MontyTaylor.com. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. 
big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media. My guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 